0: Yo, welcome to the Playoffs of Life podcast with your host, Adrian Hatcher, and we are back with another episode. This episode, we're going to be talking about the Ben Simmons trade. It finally happened. Ben Simmons is now a Brooklyn Net, and James Harden is now a Sixer. As big as this trade is, we're really going to get into the nitty gritty to see which team won and whether the Sixers were actually fleeced in this trade, and what is the foreseeable future for both teams after the trade deadline so without further ado let's get into it so ben simmons is no longer with the sixers organization no longer has drama no longer has to deal with fines uh the sixers organization no longer has to go without one of their main pieces affecting their record uh they actually did get a sizable amount from this trade they got james Harden. James Harden. And usually in past years, you will look at the James Harden being traded to this team and you would say, oh my God, they are the winners of this trade. But the consensus is the Brooklyn Nets fleeced to 76ers. And the reason for that is because not only did the Brooklyn Nets get Ben Simmons at the end of this, they got two first round picks, Seth Curry and Andre Drummond. Now, if we break down all the extra pieces that came into this trade, Let's look at the Brooklyn Nets first. Of course, their team got a lot better. Why? Because they had they got a good shooter, a great shooter in Seth Curry. They got Andre Drummond to fill that big man role that they've kind of been needing all season. Cause even though the offense has been great, whether their big men have been injured or they haven't had the necessary amount of pieces. They have really struggled on the boards and that interior defense. Now, Andre Drummond, he fills a role that is necessary for that team. Seth Curry, he can just jump right in into that Joe Harris role because Joe Harris has been gone for pretty much the whole season. And then you have Ben Simmons, who is going to be the captain of the defense and pretty much take it, takes over the James Harden role as a playmaker for both Kyrie, you know, part-time Kyrie and Kevin Durant. Now, looking at it, of course, Brooklyn is the winner of this trade. But I would like you to look at what the Sixers did and to take it from a different mentality. Okay. So the Sixers, they got James Harden, Paul Millsap. Paul Millsap, being the veteran, the amazing veteran that he is, he fills a role for the Sixers as the vet who can play behind Joel Embiid. He can also bring offense and defense at both a high level even though he's at an advanced age. And I don't even call him. I really don't like calling in an advanced age because we both know Paul Millsap he is an NBA player. And if he couldn't contribute to these teams, he wouldn't be getting traded to the contending teams over and over again. So let's look at James Harden though. It didn't look like he wanted to be there. Reports uh, called James Harden out for being less days ago. Um, even though he's been suffering from injuries, it just didn't seem like the fit was necessarily the best for him. Uh, In the beginning of the season, when you looked at Kyrie, James, and Kevin Durant together, all healthy, you said no team could beat this team. But you were also looking at everyone being cohesive. You were looking at the pieces around those three, being able to play at a high level uh, off those three. And you were also looking more to James Harden filling in a specific role. And that role was more of a playmaker role. Something that James Harden, even though he can do, he necessarily had to do by himself all his career. Now he had the necessary help, the necessary people to give the ball to, to make the play and to finish the plays. I'm not sure what went through James Harden's head. I'm not sure why he didn't want to be there. You know, only he can really answer that. But what I will say is James Harden being traded to a team with a dominant big man is something we've seen before. Of the Houston Rockets but the difference is that when he was with the Houston Rockets Dwight Howard was necessarily out the prime of his career Dwight Howard could not do the same things that James Harden could do now he was amazing don't get me wrong Dwight Howard was is still was still a top player in the league at the time when he was a Houston Rocket but now when we look at it Joel Embiid is not only an MVP he's the best big man in the you give him the ball he's going to make things happen having james harden to pick up the scoring load as well as playmake for everyone else around the team is a big get see they were going to lose ben simmons regardless of what happened they're not going to lose james harden especially if he picks up his player option that means for the next 2 years you have one of the best playmakers and isolation players on your team you have a duo that you can build around. Whether you get far enough in the playoffs this year or you have time to build even more for next year, you are taking that window now. That championship window is not only shortened, but it's necessary that you complement these two in order to win. Because Joel B, by himself, really, as the lone star on that team, had put the Sixers in a position where they were one of the top five teams in the East still. So that says a lot. Now, of course, you're not gonna have Seth Curry and Andre Drummond, And I believe they contributed a lot to what the record says. But you kept core pieces, Matisse Tybal, Tobias Harris. You kept the pieces that were necessary in order for you to follow the game plan that Doc Rivers wants you to follow. And I believe a Hall of Fame to be coach or James Harden Come on now, like the plays, the amount of possessions that you get, and like I said, James Harden is no scrub. Now, did he is he having a down year? Yes, but this is James Harden we talking about when he's locked in, when he's playing at that MVP level. No one can really stop him from scoring, even with the rule changes that they've made in the NBA recently. And then you have Joel Embiid, who no one can really stop from scoring. You have two unstoppable players on your team. The only thing that stops them is them. So did the Sixers get fleeced in this trade? In my humble opinion, I think the Sixers knew exactly what they were doing. They don't feel like they got fleeced. They feel like they've got so much better from this trade. They got a superstar back. They didn't even know if they could get a superstar back. Darren Moy was out here asking for the, the cream de la creme. And he actually got it back. in a James Harden. So it's to me, it's not a fleece. And for Brooklyn, of course, they got better. They got Ben Simmons. They got Andre Drummond. They got Seth Curry. They got shooting and defense. Now, maybe Ben Simmons has taken the time off to improve his jump shot. Maybe he'll even be even better. Which is just... Better for Brooklyn. They're taking that risk on Ben Simmons. They're hoping that it won't turn out like what the Sixers had this year. But all in all, we'll see when we get to the playoffs. Because both of these teams most likely will be in the playoffs. And God forbid, they may actually play each other. And then we'll really see who won that trade. But that's what we expect from the NBA. We expect greatness. We expect the unpredictable. And I can't, wait to, I can't wait to see how it turns out for the rest of the season. So without, with that being said, um, thank you for contributing to the podcast. Thank you for listening, guys. If you want to contribute to the podcast even more, please leave a comment in, on Anchor. And if you're on YouTube listening, please leave a like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Everything you do greatly supports this podcast. So without further ado, guys, I will see you on the next episode. Peace.